0: You're listening to The Conscious Coach Podcast with Amber Smith, Episode 20, How to Co-Create Results with Your Clients. Hey, I'm Amber Smith. I'm a wife, a mom, an entrepreneur, and a coach. I spent the first two years of my coaching business using typical marketing strategies i worked hard i consistently produced content i hustled i took a lot of action but my business didn't explode until i started applying the energetics of business understanding energy spirituality mindset and wealth consciousness changed everything for me and my business i stopped growing incrementally and started growing exponentially this podcast is for coaches who want to develop their intuition be co-creators in their life, expand their vision, create and feel abundance, and grow a deeper understanding of themselves so they can go deeper with their clients. I named this podcast the Conscious Coach Podcast because here we will elevate your conscious awareness, get you plugged into the energetics of coaching and business, and expand what you currently think is possible. Let's jump in. Hello and welcome back. I am super excited for today's episode because this is something I work on with my clients at every level, this question about, basically it's a philosophical question, like how do I promise results to my clients if I know that they're responsible for their results? (laughs) Um, As coaches, we know that we can't make our clients get results, we can't um, do it for them the best coaches bring out the best in their clients, and we don't want to take that away from them. And so, there's this like philosophical argument like, okay, in my marketing, I'm promising this, but I know that they're responsible for those results. <laughs> and it causes a lot of confusion. And the way that I answer this often is about co creation. And this whole episode is going to be how you co create results with your clients, and I think that this is a really powerful way, way to approach your coaching relationships because it doesn't mean you do it for them. It doesn't mean that um, all their results are up to you. It doesn't mean you don't take credit for the work you do. It means we did this together, um, right? As the coach and client pair, we created amazing results in your business or in your life or for your weight loss or for your marriage or whatever you're doing with your clients. And the way that I want to start this off, if you haven't listened to my episode about feminine and masculine energy. I highly recommend you do some work on that because I'm going to be referring to those types of energies a lot in this podcast episode because the way that I want to start off this this idea is that when you show up in the feminine energy as a coach, you give your clients the ability to step into their masculine energy, which means that they get to do something to change their life. If we try to show up in the masculine energy, this is what, how Um, Some coaches do this to try to control or force their clients to do what they want them to do. Let's say you're a weight loss coach. If you show up in your masculine energy, which is, you know, very action oriented, strategy oriented, you rob your clients of their ability to step into that and take action for themselves. So I think the first principle of co-creation is being in your feminine energy when you're on a coaching call. What this actually looks like is being very open and very curious. It means not trying to be right, not trying to prove your point. Um, It means being really allowing and flowy, if you want to use those words, so that your clients have the space to step into masculine energy. I'm a business coach, so I'm going to use me as an example as well. When I show up to a coaching call and if I was um, out of my power, And really scared, right? I would try to make things happen for my clients. I would be trying to force them or not force them. That's not like a word I would normally use. But maybe I would want to do it for them. I would want to tell them exactly what to do. Here's step one, two, three, four. And it robs them of their opportunity to step into their own masculine energy and get stuff done. So my job is to show up with love and insight and vision and show them their thinking in a way that's not intrusive, it's very open, it's very curious, um, and I allow a lot of exploration to happen on the calls. And so as we approach it, as the coach showing up in our feminine energy with boundaries, right? Like this doesn't mean like we let our clients run all over us, it doesn't mean we don't have boundaries with our time or what we talk about, it doesn't mean we're codependent. It just means we're not doing things for our clients. We're not making breakthroughs for our clients. We're letting them have the breakthrough. And we don't tell them what the answer is. We let them get to the answer. And I think this is really powerful when um, you're making this shift in your coaching because it allows your clients to really step up and take their power back, which is what we want as coaches, right? We don't want to take our power or our client's power. We want to give them their power. And that's really a good distinction to understand but we also want to be in our power as the coach, right? So what the idea that I like to think about is that we both show up in our power on a coaching call, right? I show up in my power as the coach. They show up in their power as the client. And together, we create results. And it's just a different type of energy. So what it, like? what does it mean to be in your power as the coach? I wrote down a few things that I'm going to go through with you. One is speaking truth. Something that I learned from Rich Litvin is that coaches say what other people cannot say or will not say. And so just because you're in the feminine energy, it doesn't mean you hide the truth from your clients. Sometimes the hard thing needs to be said. Sometimes you need to say like a painful truth that your clients are avoiding. So, but you're doing it in a way that allows them to see how impactful this is. Um, And you're also willing to set, like let your clients sit in this truth. We don't save them from the truth of their life. If they are the ones causing, you know, we know that it's they're the cause of their life, and sometimes it's really painful to see that. And as like a powerful coach, we don't save them from the truth, we let them sit in it especially if you're doing deep work, I think this can be such a gift. If you can just honor that your clients are sitting in some stuff, maybe they've witnessed a pattern. Maybe they've seen that they've been holding back in their life. Maybe they see, they see that they're the cause of their marriage problems or something like that. Right. And something that you can do as a coach that's so powerful is just to witness that and to hold the space for them. You don't need to save them Coaches don't save people. We help them save themselves. And so, as you speak your truth, as you hold space for them to have their own breakthroughs, standing in your power as a coach and that feminine energy, you give them the ability to take their life back, to choose to be empowered, to choose to take action, to choose to take responsibility. And that relationship is so different than what people get outside of the coaching world, right? And that's why we love what we do, um, because it's such a unique relationship. Um, And like I said in the beginning, the coach and the client each have their own power. I think this is what Um, The coaching industry needs more of. It's not that the coach comes in with all the power and all the authority. It's that the coach comes in with appropriate power and appropriate authority and holds the space for their clients to have their own power and their own authority. This is why I'll never tell my clients just what to do because I honor that they have the authority and power in their own life. I can only show up and do what I can do, which is ask really good questions, hold the space, point out where limiting beliefs are or thoughts that aren't serving them are. Right? Because we have to give our clients the opportunity to take a hundred percent responsibility for their results in their life. My job as the coach on the session is to point things out, to show them their patterns, to um, like I just said, like see what's happening and how they're work, like how they're describing their situation in a way that's disempowering, and bring it back to empowering, which means helping them take their power back, helping them be responsible. Um, coaches take responsibility for showing up on our sessions, keeping boundaries, supporting and believing in our clients. Some of my high-level one-on-one clients will come to me and. I notice a theme sometimes when they're having a problem with their clients and it's because they don't believe in their clients that this problem is happening. So maybe the client is bailing on their word. So they say that they're going to, you know, track their food and then they don't, or they say they're going to show up in their business and they don't, and they're breaking their word with themselves. And the coach that I'm working with gets frustrated right? Because they don't know how to coach them or they're getting frustrated because they're saying the same thing over again. And what's happening is I can, you know, I'm coaching the coach, right? And I can see this happening with my clients sometimes that they stopped believing in their clients. So they're not holding them to a higher standard. They're not keeping the space of their client showing all the results. And what accidentally happens is we, as coaches, shift into the masculine energy where we feel like we need to take control back, or we need to help them take action. We need to prompt them and encourage them and be in that masculine energy. And we take our client's ability to see that for themselves away. And so the, the, the client is reinforced that they're powerless or they can't do this. They need saving from the coach. The best thing you can do is to step back as the coach and be like, what are you going to do? Why are you bailing on yourself? Holding that space and saying, I know that you can do better. I know that you have something in you or whatever you say, (laughs) but you want to hold the space for their future and not save them from themselves. They need to save them from themselves. So stepping into that feminine, relaxed, open energy is the way to do that. And this brings up the question that so many of you have. It's like, okay, so... In my marketing, I'm promising results. So when they're not getting results, what do I do? And I say, coach harder. Don't try to save them from it. Show them what's happening. Show them that they're saying one thing and doing another or whatever's happening. Just show them their brain. You have to take responsibility for how you show up in the sessions. Your clients need to take responsibility for how they show up in the sessions and what they do after. I always tell my clients the most important work you're going to do is actually outside of our sessions together. It's not going to be this one hour we spend on the week. I mean, it's a, it's really important, but really it's just a catalyst for the rest of your week that we spend together. So if you are struggling with a client or if the client, you know, maybe has the same problem every week, and um, they're not getting traction. It's tempting to think that you need to step in and do something for them or that you need to change something. And I would say the only thing you really need to change is what energy you're bringing to the sessions. Are you coming in and your feminine, open, loving, receptive energy um, that's not trying to control, not trying to make things happen? You're not trying to do it for your clients. You're giving them space to see where they can change and where they can step up. And I want to just say here that I honor if you're triggered right now (laughs) because I've been there. It is hard when your clients don't get results and it's tempting to think that you did something wrong. But that means that you're trying to control your client's life and that's not appropriate. It's not safe. It's not even true, right? We can't control our client's life. The only thing you're responsible for is how you show up in your sessions And I think that there's a question about integrity here, which is fair, right? Like, if you made a big promise in your marketing, are you delivering? And this is what I want to say about that. I think you just have to notice what you're promising, right? If you're like, no matter what, if you work with me, you're going to make $100,000 in a year. That's quite the promise, right? What I like to do is promise that I'm going to teach you how to blank, because then I know I can fulfill that promise, right? I know I can teach them how to. It's up to them to take what I teach them and apply it. Or if you're like a weight loss coach, right? I will teach you how to lose the last 10 pounds and I'm gonna hold you accountable to the standard you set yourself. I'm gonna show you your brain every week so that you have the guidance and support you need to make the changes, right? Those are promises that I feel really confident making because it still leaves the control. In the responsibility in your client's hands, not yours. That way every session you can show up and deliver what you said you were going to deliver and be at peace and let it go and don't take your sessions home. Right? Like that idea of like leaving work at work is really important here. And I think if you don't have those clear boundaries in your marketing, I hope this episode shows you what I'm talking about. I think the clearer you can be about what You're promising is actually what you are responsible for, which is showing your client their brain, helping them hold themselves to a higher standard, teaching them tools, um, showing them their brain when it's like they're self-sabotaging. Maybe they need accountability. Maybe they need new ways of thinking, right? New ways of being. I do a lot of identity work, so I help my clients embrace new identities. I help them change how they think about themselves by showing them what they're currently thinking about themselves, right? All those things I know I can deliver on because I'm not promising, hey, if you work with me, you're going to make 100K. That's not what I promise. I promise the stuff that I know I can deliver on. And then I hold the space for them to to do the work to make it to their next level. And this is so powerful to know because you can be in integrity when you're marketing because you're just promising what's yours to promise, basically. And as you you know explore this, and maybe you're going to have a journal session about this, because I think this is a really important concept to understand that we co-create with our clients, right? It also means that you played a role in your client's results. And this is something to be totally transparent with you. I've done work on because I've had to wrestle with this question myself. Like, well, it was my client that made all that money. It was my client that had that massive success. I didn't really have anything to do with it. And I've actually witnessed that I did have a role. My role wasn't to make it happen or to take the action. My role was to stand in my power as the coach and guide my client's thinking. And so together we create results. And not every result. I'm I'm not saying I co-created every result with my clients. But a lot of results. I know I was part of the co-creative process. And if you follow me, you like in my work, you know that I also believe in the co-creation with like God and the universe and understanding energetic principles in business, because that's really important to understand, too. So the things we do in our sessions aren't always about what I say or what my client even understands from the session. There's there's an energetic role um, at play. And so I think the idea is that if I show up in my power, my clean energetic power, right? I'm not trying to manipulate or control my client. I'm trying to guide their thinking, I'm trying to be the coach, and I give them space to be the client and to apply what we talk about, to integrate what we talk about, then what get, what gets to happen is all the energetic principles get to go to work, like manifestation and the law of attraction. And we attract who we are. So if I can raise my client's standards, all of the sudden results are coming into their life because they've changed their energy. And that's really, really powerful to know. It's not necessarily what you say in your sessions. It's the vibration that's happening, the vibration that you get to witness change in your client, the vibration that you hold. I think it's really important that we show up in our sessions for our clients to calibrate to our energy. So if they're having a down day, they can come to you in your power and calibrate up instead of us coming to our sessions out of our power. And then we calibrate down to our clients. I think that that's where codependency happens. I think that's where less than awesome coaching happens. Um, I think that's where inappropriate stuff happens because the boundaries go away. When we calibrate to our clients, they pay us so that they can calibrate to our energy And so I kind of want to take this conversation, um, to a higher level of thinking that how important it is for you to manage your energy as the coach, because that's what our clients are paying for. They are paying, they they might not know it, right. Especially if they're new to the coaching world, but what they're paying for is proximity to us. They're paying to be close to our energy. And that's really sacred. If you understand the impact that this can have, when your clients pay you, they want to be close to how you think. They want to be close to how you can shift your thinking and how you can shift your energy because that's what creates results, right? Is that it's energetics. And so when you understand this, you know that every session matters, every session, you want to be standing in your power, standing in the energy that's aligned that's healthy that's clean so that your client can calibrate to that and especially if you're doing big work in the world your clients want you know you to be on the cutting edge on the of creation they want to see you creating and thriving they don't want to see you struggling they want to see that you've got it figured out because that's what they want to calibrate to so i just want to put this out there for you like do a quick gut check are you managing your energy well Are you showing up in your sessions calibrating to your clients or are you holding the line so that they can calibrate to you? High level coaches are so good at holding their energy and allowing their clients to calibrate to them. They just hold their space and they invite people to come up. They don't dip their energy to be relatable. They don't dip their energy to be friendly or to make people like them. They hold it, and they know they're amazing, and they let people rise to meet them there. It's so powerful. This is how we co-create with our clients because our clients came to us for a reason. They want us to guide them. They want us to coach them. They want us to mentor them. They want us to call their call out their BS. <laughs> they want us to show them their patterns. They want something different. And if you can stand in the truth of who you are, which is powerful as a coach they can calibrate to you. And I think that's such a beautiful relationship. This doesn't mean that they're not powerful. This means that you come with clean energy and vision and belief in their results that they're working for. And they calibrate to that. That's when they get clarity. That's when the breakthrough comes. That's when they're able to witness themselves in their patterns and change. That's when they're willing to try something new or have a hard conversation or apply and integrate what you've talked about. Because if you dip your energy down, they get to stay the same. They get validated where they are. And I'm not saying validation is bad, but if they don't like their results, validating them in that is going to keep them there versus you holding your energy and allowing them to calibrate to you lets them transform their energy. And because the energy is different, all of a sudden their results get to be different. And I, this is my work, like every day. I'm like, how can I hold my energy so that my clients can calibrate to me? I'm constantly seeking mentors and people who raise my vibration so I can calibrate to them. It's a game of energy. It really is. Co-creation is just a big, fat game of energy (laughs) management, right? It's just how we, who we calibrate to, who we let calibrate to us, witnessing when we calibrate lower than we want and I think that this is our work as coaches, and this is honestly what I, I see the future of the industry being. The people who are going to win are going to be the people who can hold their energy and invite people to calibrate to them and rise. And they're constantly seeking better and higher and you know more intense and more impact and more money. Not because they don't have enough, because they just want that energetic like uprising. And if this is you, I, I want to like encourage you, find someone who does that for you, who activates you, who helps you feel empowered like and unstoppable and like there is another level because that feeling is what clients want from you. So if you can feel that in you, remember we attract who we are, right? If you are activated and empowered and seeking your next level and excited about what's to come, you're gonna attract clients that are excited about what's to come and activated and ready to do the work. And that's what we want, right? If you've been creating low-level clients, I don't want you to beat yourself up right now because of what I'm saying. It's just good to witness that there's another level for you. High-level coaches, we see them and I'm... I consider myself a high-level coach based on what I charge and based on who I work with. I just think of myself as more invisible <laughs> um, because I don't have a ton of followers. But the work I do is very high-level. And I know the clients that come to me, they want to calibrate to my energy, and I hold space for them to do that because I'm not stopping. I see this game as endless, and I want to keep playing this game forever. I don't i don't see an end. I'll never retire <laughs> um, because I love playing the game. And so I'm, I'm always like, okay, like, where's the next place I can feel motivated? Where's the next person who can inspire me? What's the next situation where I can feel alive? Where can I challenge what's possible? Who's doing something that I want to do one day, right? Like that's the game. And that's the game that coaches play, especially like if you, I just have a feeling, if you're listening to this kind of podcast, you want another level so you want to calibrate to people who are playing at the level you want to play at all the time and seek people who can r- help you raise your vibration and calibrate to their energy, right? And then because that's true, you need to look at how you're doing that for your clients, right? What comes to us is meant to go through us. I really believe that. So whatever work you're doing, your clients want to do that work um, in a different way. I just had a session um, with one of my clients who's a love coach and she, I, I showed her How she's a mirror, right? She felt like she was in a valley in her business. Um, and it was very interesting to show her that her clients feel the same way with their love life, right? If you feel powerless in your business, my guess is that your clients feel powerless in their love life, because that's who she serves. And this is true for you, right? Like whatever you're going through in your business, your clients are going through something similar. And what's true for you can be true for them. It's all a big mirror. And If you can see that you need to raise your vibration, you need to calibrate up and find better feeling thoughts and raise the energy level that you're experiencing, your clients will do the same. We want to have empowered clients hire us. Well, that means you need to be an empowered coach, an empowered business owner, an empowered entrepreneur. If you want clients to have no objections You need to be at that level yourself because like I said, we attract who we are. If you want to attract high-level clients, be a high-level client. If you want to attract clients with good boundaries, you have good boundaries. If you want to attract clients who are doing the work and are ready to go deep, you better be doing that as well because we just get mirrored what we are all the time. <laughs> and this isn't something to beat yourself up for. This is just something to notice and to witness so that you can change it if you want to. Because this whole podcast is about co-creation, I kind of want to bring this, <laughs> this discussion back to what we originally talked about, which is co-creation with your clients. Knowing that it's an energetic game, knowing that you want to be calibrated to in your sessions so that you calibrate to your mentors and coaches when you're the client... I want to encourage you to spend time thinking about this. You know, if you're in pro coach, you know I say this in almost every module. (laughs) I'm like, don't just listen to me talk. Actually integrate the work. Go actually do it because I think for coaches, it's just easy to listen and we love learning and it feels good. Doing the work is a lot harder. So let's talk about what this actually looks like in your life. First, it means taking care of yourself. And it means looking at where you're out of integrity in your life. If you're preaching self-care, are you taking care of yourself? If you're preaching daily habits, are you taking care of your daily habits? For me, I teach energetics. I know that's so important to be in integrity that I take care of my energy every day. If you're a marriage coach, how's your marriage doing? If you're a weight loss coach, how's your fitness routine? Right? Like We want to be in integrity. We want to be an energetic match for the people who want to do the work. And so I think that that's step number one is like really paying attention to where you're out of integrity and shift back into integrity. This also looks like preparing for your sessions energetically. The other day, my mom asked me, she's like, so do you do any prep work for your sessions? And I say nothing physical. (laughs) I didn't really go into detail, but um, because it's not physical, it's very energetic. It's very ethereal, if you want to call it that. It's intangible. The work I do is mental prep. It's getting in the right zone so that my clients can calibrate to me. It's being whole and letting them come feel how whole they are. Nothing's broken. I'm not trying to fix my clients. I'm not trying to save my clients. I'm trying to help them see that they're whole now, that they have everything they need within them, which means I need to be at that level myself. I need to see myself as whole, as able to do this work, as I have everything within in me, right? Um, a lot of my clients don't like to be seen So that's the work I do for myself, right? Like letting people see me, showing up, being visible so that I know how to hold that standard for my clients in the session. So whatever your clients are going through, take a look at what's coming up for you and where you need to shift and make changes. Not because we don't like ourselves, not because we're judging ourselves, but because we want to be the best we can be and to do the good, deep work with our clients. And I think that when we hold ourselves to that standard, we naturally are able to deliver on our client calls. And then the next thing I want to share is like more philosophical. It's like, where have you been holding back in your marketing? Because you're afraid of making promises that you can't keep. And what kind of language, what kind of articulation can you shift so that your your messaging and your marketing is really about the promises that you're ready to uphold, which is your power, your coaching, your delivery, right? It's not about your client's You're not promising any specific results for your clients. You're promising what you're going to show up with, which is tools, coaching, um, energetics, insight, wisdom, experience, whatever's true for you. That's what you're promising in your marketing. And it can be really, really powerful this way. Like, I will teach you how to blank. I will show you your brain and your limiting beliefs so that you don't have to keep them right? Any, everything that's within your power. It's not within your power to make your client lose 10 pounds. It's not within your power to make your client fall in love, but you can teach them how to be a vibrational match for their love. You can teach them how to track their macros. You can teach them how to sell on Instagram, <laughs> right? And that's what we promise we're going to do. And then we can be in full integrity, and that's when powerful marketing happens because you're not trying to manipulate or coerce or force people to work with you. You're just standing in your power, saying what you're going to show up and do and the right clients will come in, and honestly, a lot healthier clients will come in, a lot less needy clients will come in, because you're not you're not promising something like I'm gonna do this for you or I'm gonna hold your hand the whole time. You're sh- you're sharing exactly what you're responsible for, and your best clients will come through when you're in that energy. The next thing I want to share, this is really important to list. Like, so come back to me if you've drifted, is to forgive yourself where you've fallen short in these areas if you've been triggered or if you've witnessed that maybe you've been out of alignment or you've been trying to force your clients, release the judgment because this is the first step into shifting into something really powerful. If you bring judgment into your, of yourself, I mean, if you bring judgment into your sessions, like you're judging yourself and you're trying to coach your clients in integrity with authenticity, it's going to be really hard to do it with love because you don't love yourself. Our number one job as coaches is to be at peace and in integrity with ourselves so that we can come to our coaching client or our client sessions really clean. Um, we're not trying to get something from our clients. We're not coming to be validated. We're not coming to be liked. We're coming to change their their life. And that, that work is so important, but the best way we can do it is to take care of our own energy, take care of our own mind, our own hearts, our own families, um, make things right in our homes. And I don't mean like our physical homes. I mean like our lives, right? First so that we can come from overflow and pure energy, right? Like we're not trying to manipulate our clients. We're not trying to get something from them. We're trying to give them a transformation. So the best way we can do that is to forgive ourselves and choose love again and choose to see ourselves with love and light and empowerment instead of darkness and powerlessness. So choose to take back your power right now, choose to see that maybe you've done things that you don't want to do anymore and choose and recommit again to showing up as your highest self in every single session. Sometimes I think we get so in the groove. So we, we, we have so many sessions that we forget how powerful and how really miraculous coaching is. I see miracles every day because of coaching in myself, in my clients, in my coach's life, in the mentors that I have, um, in my relationship with my husband and my kids, because coaching is about empowerment. Coaches, coaching is about taking your power back. And when you take your power back in your own life, you can model that and exemplify that for your clients. And you speak from knowing, not just something you read in a self-help book. You speak from how it changed you. you your results speak to that. And then the, the, the words you use are just like details, but really it's the energy of this is true. And when you can come from this is true in your sessions... The power that has is amazing, and it gives them space to feel that this is true, like this work, this coaching work is true, and it opens up the door for them to take their power back so that they can create the results they want, and that's what co-creation is, right? I show up in my power as the coach, you show up in your power as the client, and together we create magic, together we create miracles. And it's something that you couldn't previously do by yourself. It's not that you need me. It's that you needed someone to reflect back to you what is true. And then from that point, you can choose to make hard decisions, to to take massive action, to change things in your life that aren't okay with you anymore as the client, right? And so I think that this is work that is dual, right? Like I do this work as a client myself. I also do this work as a coach with my clients. (laughs) And so it's such a unique relationship we get to be in because we're always doing the work on ourselves so that we can go deeper with our clients. And when we remember that we have power as coaches, and I don't mean power in a bad way, I mean really good way, and our clients have power and we honor that in our sessions together. I honor the power within me and I honor the power within you, and we're gonna create some magic together. What a freaking vibe! what an amazing container we can hold for our clients. And that's the kind of level that I think we all need to hold ourselves to, because this is the future of the coaching industry. We are a part of this industry and it's important that we hold it to a high standard and we do our own work. Um, and this is the work that I'm committed to and I'm glad that you're here with me. I'm glad you listened to this kind of podcast, especially if you've listened to all 33 minutes of this, (laughs) um, I know that you're, you're special and that you're, you're going to do something big because you're committed to your own growth. And that's what we get to do as coaches. That's what we get paid for. And what a unique experience, what a unique industry and a, a unique calling we get to live into. And so I hope this was helpful for you to see like what you are responsible for and what you're not responsible for and how to do it. Um, so that's my answer. If you've ever ask yourself, like, how can I be an integrity when I make promises in my marketing? This is how, because you're, when you, when a client signs up to work with you, they're signing up for a co-creative experience. They want you to co-create the results with them. That doesn't mean you do it for them. It doesn't mean you take responsibility. It means you show up as powerfully as you can in your container, as you've defined it, whole, healthy, and from a place of overflow expecting nothing from your clients that you don't they don't you don't need them to validate you you don't need them to make you feel good you show up to give from your authority and from your empathy because of your experience as a coach this is like the secret of your coaching business i hope this resonated with you deeply i hope this maybe shifted something in you so that you can go out and your, cali- your clients can calibrate to your energy because you take care of it so well like i think of Um, coaches as stewards of energy, right? We have a responsibility to keep it clean, to keep it empowered, to be positive, not like the toxic kind, but always growing, always into the next thing, always creating, always trying to be better, always improving. Um, Tony Robbins calls it, I don't remember exactly, but constant and never ending improvement. And I'm committed to that. And I know that you are too. And I just want to thank you for the work you do in the world. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If this hit you, will you please share it with one of your coach friends? I'd love to spread the word about this important stuff. And I will see you next week.